Tailgater Sports. That's right, everybody. You heard the guy with the cool announcer voice. This is Tailgater Sports. However you found this podcast, we are just happy to have you along for the ride. You know what? Let's go through the formal introductions. It's the beginning. I feel like we're in this weird spot of uh, the sports calendar. Football's kind of in the rearview mirror. I know we're going to talk a little NFL draft later on in the episode. Right. But we haven't had the crutch of NFL to just kind of coast through. So my name's Eric. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. I'm a Kings fan. I'm a Dodgers fan. World champion. I'm looking at Randy's hat, World so champion. that's giving me a little hint there of him. Go. He's Randy. <laughs> See, He's though. a Packers fan. He's a Dodgers fan. And he is a Ducks fan. I got Ugh. that right this time. I stumble over. Do you know, the, do you know today? You know today if uh, if the Kings beat the Ducks, uh, we're finally put out of our misery. Oh, there you go. I mean, yeah. we're, I'm sure the Kings aren't that far behind. So um, he's got the weird L.A. O.C. cross reference there. Hey, I'm all and over the, the map. The third guy on our show hasn't has the L.A. O.C. cross reference there because he's a Kings fan, but an Angels fan. And he's also a Falcons fan. The other man here. So you guys are all over the place, swerving all up and down the road. And I'm straight and narrow. I got my LA. I guess I do got Buffalo, Straight but now, well, stop it. Okay. That's Tyler, well, by the way. Tyler usually should, you know, say something. Gonna, I, I, I usually say something, but Randy was kind of different. We're going to talk real, about real quick, something. We're going to talk about something and a place we went and in, in a dilemma that Eric and I kind of discovered when it came to uh, shopping for apparel for different teams. Right. Just say that. So, yeah, go ahead, Okay, real, real quick before we get into this podcast, Eric, you mentioned the sports calendar and how football is in the review and all that stuff and blah, 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 blah. So speaking of calendars, I had a thought this morning, Mine and I went back and looked. We've been doing this podcast for over a year. Dude, I was That's actually crazy. thinking about that this morning because really? we have the 100th episode for What's New coming up. I was actually thinking about it in the bathroom today. We're in hand. We're at, yeah, so I was, you know, Woody's show in the morning. I'm sitting there, you know, thinking at the urinal. Right. And I was thinking because of the fact that, okay, the draft's coming up. Yeah. And I remember us talking about last year's virtual draft at the beginning of this podcast that we started when there were no sports going on. Isn't it so crazy, and though? Like, how, f- like, I won't say how fast time is going by, but just like I've discovered, at least here at work uh, with radio and doing, uh, you know, recordings and then having these sort of things to uh, look forward to every week. It's like time really flies by. Like, you don't even measure time in, in, in regards to uh, like length. It's just sort of like, episodes if you will like oh that's yeah. six episodes and ago events. is six weeks mm-hmm. ago which is two months ago yeah you, you know figure what I mean? it's like okay each week of each week of the football season you were doing one episode a week at that yeah. point most of the time and it's between episode that's seven days it's long Ta- time is crazy guys so time is I'd crazy have, i'd have to look back to see how many episodes we've officially done so we're, we're up I to did... 42 episodes tyler funny you should ask we're up to 42 episodes Okay, so and I did go back. The first episode was released April fifth. April fifth. I went back and looked at it this morning. Wow. We're just 5th. over a year. I mean, well, not a year and a month now. Happy, uh, happy one year, twenty one day. Oh, guys, how cute! Oh, man. How cute. Oh, God. We did it. Uh, don't go all God <laughs> no, tell. You're the one who's talking. About. We went through how many months without sports? I think we're probably the only sports podcast to launch during the darkest time of sports yeah. ever because there was nothing going on i don't on. even think our podcast was based around sports i think it was based around like barbecuing and out no it was based it was going to be originally based around outdoor tailgating and food and then we can't which we yeah. haven't been able we to still, do yet yeah which we still cover that a little We're bit but we haven't been and then one of the guys and then one of the guys moved away so now no, it's just that's eric and not i my fault yeah. and so now and so now we people have, in los angeles and so now and so now we have like our podcast that was created off the basis of a podcast essentially about barbecuing and yeah. drinking beer we were, yeah exactly a sports, podcast. sports guys is not just some ruse we plan on doing this stuff with you guys we want to but again we started this in the rona in the pandemic when the we rona, have little to no connection with anybody outside of this building but 
We will find ways to come together. We're going to be hanging out at Morongo Casino, May That's right. 8th. That's right. The three of us in the flesh, person to person. Uh, going to watch some Dodgers, Angels baseball, have a few drinks. So oh, if you're yeah. going to be hanging out there for what's new maybe on Saturday, come by, find us, buy us a drink. Or we'll buy you a drink. It's all good. Yeah. But it's funny you bring up how Tyler moved away. Because yeah. over the weekend, we had the joy, we had the Pleasure. privilege to experience SoFi Stadium for the first time. The Chargers brought us out along with Menace. Obviously, we weren't able to bring Tyler along with us because mm-hmm. he is I a tried. transplant. He lives in Houston, Texas. I was very upset. But we were able to FaceTime you, Tyler, from the field, from the field of this massive megaplex 80,000 seat arena. Wild. We're on the field, touching the turf, Chargers logos all around us, looking up at this this giant Oculus scoreboard that looks too big to comprehend. Your eyes can't grasp it. And we FaceTime you from the field, Tyler. Is your studio in a closet? I know. Oh, my right? studio is not in a closet. It's a little it's a little on the smaller side. It looks small. Of course, you guys couldn't see the whole thing because I, nothing against you, but the video quality was very choppy. <laughs> it really was. And I also happened to be in the middle of a live show so I could talk for 10 seconds. Yeah. And then I had to go, which so, was pretty funny. So, yeah, we went live. We went live from the field at, at SoFi Stadium. So I'm right. going live trying to, you know, get everybody in. This is on yeah. all on Instagram, at Tailgater Sports. We have the whole story saved up. We have a nice little reel we put together. Shout out Menace. He's an IG social media guru. Great story, great video. Go check it out at Tailgater Sports. So we're on the field, and Drandy's like, "Let's Facetime Tyler." He's gonna, I know who's gonna be jealous. So we Facetime you. Yeah, of course. You know this quality kind of comes through a little fuzzy in the beginning of the video because little fun fact about this place: the field level is a hundred feet down into the ground, which is so wild. But then when they explained it, made complete sense. Yeah, it's like they're they're basically in the flight path for LAX, yeah. so they can't build up because I can of flyovers. Confirm. Yeah. I flown over. I can't confirm. You've you flown over. Cool. So, yeah. So, when you walk into the stadium, you're coming mm-hmm. in at basically above the club level. So, about three levels up. Yeah. And you walk down into, into the field Which level. Which is Club cool. level seats, you know, 50-yard line. It's You come in, you go down versus going up for right. most stadiums. I like the design, though. Like, you, I remember you talked about, because uh, uh, MLB The Show came out. Uh, we've been playing it together, just sort of like uh, gaming against one another. And um, I remember that one of the things that you mentioned about it was you were a big stadium geek. Yeah, and uh, this was this was exactly what I felt like when I walked in there because it literally looks like a spaceship. The thing, the example I thought of, but I didn't bring it up because I thought it was so obscure was, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but the when they did like the new Star Trek movies with like Chris Pine, yeah. um, there's a scene in the first one where he's looking at the Enterprise being built and it's just looking at this massive just monster of a... Of like a, of a ship, and it just it's mesmerizing. Yeah, and then being in there was like this doesn't even feel you, real. Your eyes take a second to adjust to how big of a venue and how big of a thing. And just it's the only thing I can think of is this a thing you're looking at because you walk in and you see the Oculus, you see the scoreboard, this massive just overhang above you, right? Like it's so big you can't even really grasp how big it is with your your vision, and then you realize, oh crap, that's hanging over the field, and then you realize, oh geez. Look at the stadium around it. We took a video from the highest point. We, we hiked up to the highest chair, mm-hmm. the top upmost corner of the stadium. Sure, it was a little hike. But even from that seat, though, this place is so designed well. Like It was a great seat, to be it honest. It was. It really corner was. Corner of the end zone, looking down the field. It was crazy to be inside of after seeing it being built for so long and then mm-hmm. actually having the... It was kind of weird having the season play out with Chargers games and even Rams games, for that matter, being played at the stadium. So you kind of had a feel for the inside of it. Because you see it on TV, but then you walk into it for the first time and you're really like, 
you're you're kind of at, at a loss for off. words because it's it's so big. One of the coolest things though, so it's technically an outdoor stadium, yeah. but people will see the roof on it, right? But like, so the roof is mainly like an awning, kind of an overhang. Right. So you can see through blue skies. Where if it's nice and bright out, yeah. the sun's out, it's going to be projecting the sun through on a nice SoCal sunny day. But the cool thing is, since it's more of an overhang on the along the sideline seats, you feel the breeze shoot through on your back. So wild. You're sitting, so nice. You're sitting there like you're thinking you're in this big dome. Yeah. But you're sitting there and it, there's a draft, a breeze, a cool breeze shooting through the arena. Well, the, he explained to us, the, the guy who gave us the tour, he explained to us that uh, the stadium is an is an open uh, open concept, so there's it's not enclosed. Yeah, like nowhere no it's enclosed. There's no walls, and so when you walk through the stadium, you realize that because it's just the it's open everywhere, yeah. and so because of that, the wind can like blow in and the draft comes in. It's super cool. I was really uh, geeking out because this was the first ever like major major stadium I've ever been to. Like I've been to Dodger Stadium, been to Staples, Honda, Coliseum. And the Coliseum was like I said, the Coliseum was the first one I went to as a kid, so that one was big. Oh, I went to the the Sun Devil Stadium in, in Tempe, that was pretty big too. But nothing in everything just pales no, in comparison. This is, these are to something of, like this. To this, it's so eighty thousand seats with the possibility of a hundred k. Yeah, for stuff like you, you know, you look Super at the stadium and then you look at other stadiums. You're like, what is this, a center for ants? Like right. it just it yeah. does not make sense. You get a little baby forum next to it. Yeah, exactly. Forum fit in its parking lot. Even though, even the like the, the the stadium has a theater for performances. Yeah, 6, that theater would look theater pretty big connected to it. Yeah, like then that's the, another crazy part too is we're we're yeah. you know bonering out for the, the stadium, the campus, and the resources around it. NFL yep. Network is going to have studio slash businesses slash offices right there. That's right. They have a freaking lake. They made a lake in the parking lot. And I, th- I did see that. Like, that was pretty cool. What's crazy too is I'm I'm in awe of all this, right? I'm I'm just like, this is amazing. I cannot believe we're here. The closest thing was like Jared. Oh yeah, by the way, we've been in T Mobile Arena. How could I forget that? Oh too? yeah, T Mobile in Vegas. Um so uh, then like uh, I'm thinking Jerry World, but then Jerry World's like what, like almost ten years yeah, old. Jerry, so- yeah, Jerry World's Second page, old Second news now. Second page of this, and this I'm is sure bigger, this is the biggest North American venue. Well, I said North American, so yeah. it's it's bigger than Jerry World, and, and you got to be big to make Jerry World an afterthought. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand there is a difference, and the difference being that two teams share home here versus the one team in Dallas. Right. But at the end of the day, this stadium is going to be used for more stuff than just football. Oh, like Eric, Eric and I made this observation that. Uh, throughout the stadium, there's no uh, signage anywhere. Nope. It's all like it's all digital. Apparently, I've meant to ask this, but what I've heard is it's yeah, it's you flip a switch and you go Chargers mode. You sw- flip a switch, you go Rams mode. You flip a switch, you go concert mode. You go whatever. But that's one of the things too. It's like now that we've seen it, we've got the taste. It's yeah. like first one's free, get you hooked. And uh, we we're thinking about, we we're reflecting back on how growing up we didn't have teams. It yeah. was just sort of now, you, you glommed onto a team for the, your uncle because you had an uncle from Atlanta mm-hmm. or something or you know your your dad was a big Dallas Cowboys fan and so then you became a fan, a transplant yep. fan who didn't live in the cities and then in less than a year and a half, we had two teams, yeah. which is crazy because when, you, when we went to these things, you saw a lot of little kids super passionate, super excited about the mm-hmm. teams because they're growing up with these teams. Like their yeah. dad, their parents might not be Chargers or fans or when the Rams are the tours, those parents might not be Rams fans, but the kids are going to be because they grow up that way versus us who kind of just chose a team to be fans of, which brings me to the question that I was going to mention to you because before this, we started recording, we're talking about hats and we went to the, uh, we went to the stadium tour, super sick, like we mentioned it, and they had a team store and some of the stuff they had there was only available at the team store. And so Eric and I were talking about this and uh, Tyler, I'd love to hear your input about how if you live in a city like Los Angeles, but you're a fan of a different team, 
are you allowed to wear a local hat? Because you were talking about how you're LA through and through, big yeah. LA fan. And that's and that's why I'm getting pulled in to this scenario. If this was, you know, if they were called the Anaheim Chargers. Yeah. No, you know, whatever. I'm an LA guy. Right. But they're a hometown team and I'm a hometown guy. So if it, dude, I'll rock LAFC hat. I think we're supposed to choose a team though. Like so, Tyler, is there anything against the rules that I mean, Tyler's so, the local. So Tyler, hat so so you being a Falcons guy, but I mean, Houston's yes. not too bad. I mean, you, you just moved in right now. Or should we jump down your throat if you start kind of repping the Texans a little harder? Um, no, I I think especially for me because I I'm working in sports radio, you're gonna eventually follow these teams more and let's say you get deep let's say i get deep into my career i guess per se um you know i'm gonna eventually you know talk to these players i'm gonna get to know them as people and i'm gonna become a fan of the team someday of course it's going to be the secondary team because as far as football goes like my ride or die is atlanta that's not changing it and that goes for baseball as well and that goes for basketball as well okay so like there's the, the whole time we're at the store I saw the Charger hats, and you know what hit me the most is Eric and I saw this one older dude who he may have had oh. the first Charger jersey ever made. That thing was old, old and weathered. It looked like a like a like a, just a vintage vintage jersey, like one of the long Respect. sleeves ones. Respect. And you know he was an old he was an old school fan because he had it tucked in and was wearing it like it was just a regular button up shirt. And so I'm looking around. I'm like, damn, you know, like should I get in on an, on an LA team? Like it, but but then I was like, I love the Packers, but it, does that make me less does that make me, in in sports terms, We're does this make me a existential bad existential crisis yeah. right now? As being a sports I, fan, I, I existential sports think, car crisis. I don't think it makes you any less of a fan. The only time it does that is if, say, the team you're thinking about rooting for uh, is your arch rival. Yeah, I guess for example, if for whatever reason I ended up moving to New Orleans and I bought Saints gear, that's never going to happen. Well, I absolutely hate the Saints, and, and but. I mean, I, I like I get yeah. what you guys are saying, and I'm going to be perfectly honest. This is more for work purposes for both my job at Lids and my job at the station because I am working in the Houston market. I want to endear myself to the Houston people because that's the only way I'm going to grow. I did go out and I bought an Astros hat. Oh, oh my god! I I mean oh, now now like I said, I did it more for work purposes. For oh. lids cause I'm, well, because I'm working obviously at a Houston lids. I get it. You can talk to people more. See, you oh. guys you guys get where I'm standing. Yeah. I know. Trust me, I did not feel great okay, buying it. Well, there was, I also bought you, the cheapest one they had. It was oh. ten bucks. So, but like, oh, you probably I, bought, I, you probably I, bought, I bought like you probably bought like the oh, the tattered trucker sucks. one with like the trucker back and like actually, the, the, the straps. And that's so, a tough sell. That's even worse though. Because it's like they're your division rivals. Yeah, as an well, it's not. Fan. It's yeah, not even see, that though. Like, it's not even that though. Like Tyler ha own, now owns hats for two of the most hated teams yeah. <laughs> to the Dodgers, the Astros, and the Padres for some reason. Well, the Padres just started. So like, and the Padres and the Padres hat. Like when we're at the Chargers thing, there were a few San Diego fans there, like a few people who drove up or who were transplants who were still fans of the Chargers. Like they followed their fandom, which is awesome. But we saw a lot of Padres looks there. And so I saw in a vintage Padres uh, like jacket and yeah, stuff. Yeah, San Diego people. Yeah, San Diego people. And so Tyler buys his hat. Would never seen, never been to. I don't think he's been to Petco. I don't think he's ever watched I, a Padres game. I've been to Petco. Game. I've been, been to Petco. Petco. Okay, I've been. But to Petco it was such a, it was Get such an back. it was such an odd hat pickup for him to do, especially because Eric and I are bitching about the Padres, and he's like, "Yeah, man, you, I, don't, I don't get it, man. Yeah, it's heavy tees, takes. You know." And then he buys his hat of this like poop brown, uh, orange pea color for the, the Padres are rocking now. Which I mean, good for them. They're going back to their old vintage looks, but it's it's a good color. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting move on Tyler's part to get two of the Dodgers like most hated rivals right as far I as mean, hats goes 
those aren't just so everybody's listening i'm not just buying rival dodger hats i've bought plenty i have one for like i said i have an houston astros one i have a padres one i have a uh what was the other one you said it was i have a um I have one for the Blue Jays. I have one for the Tigers. I have one for the Marlins. <laughs> what the? I, I didn't know you bought. I, I have know one you for bought the Rockies. One, I know you bought a Rockies, but Rockies, Tigers. Tigers. So Rockies, Tigers, Astros, Padres, Angels. And I, and I Tyler, that's like three hundred bucks worth of hats, man. I don't have an Angels one because I have not been able to find my size just yet. <laughs> But the only reason, the only the reason I'm buying this, yeah. well, because they don't have my size. It's not my fault. Like, Go I'm sorry. online. I buy, head. buy one off what of eBay, so, man. So, so, okay, you listen, listen. I know. But that's that's, that's what I'm saying. Store. We haven't got our size, uh, or I, wow. we haven't got my size in our store yet, which is why I haven't bought But it's like that logic where it's like, yeah, I'm saving money because I'm buying everything on sale. But if you buy, if you pay yeah. the same money for crap on sale, you're still spending the same amount of money. I just find I mean, it. I'm just, I'm just trying to get a variety, and I get where you're. I get where your. This point goes is. back to my la- last podcast. Eric remembers Tyler, Fairweather Angels fan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, or, stop it. Stop or it, Fairweather it. Astros fan. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. I feel like you know what it is because Angels fans can 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 they, if they listen to this they can correct me and I'm sure I'm gonna get corrected because uh, Tyler got corrected on the last podcast. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, for some reason, half the time when I talk to Angels fans. They're just like, yeah, I'm an Angels fan, and so it's it's almost like they're looking. They're there, looking, man. It's they're like, looking. It's, it's it's not that it's not. That's why they always fall into out. But it sounds but like no, they're looking. Here, it sounds like they're looking for an out. It's like you know, I, I sure would hate if the Angels got relocated to like Anchorage, Alaska, and I had to be a Dodger fan or something. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't say it's necessarily an out, but I mean they've gone through. Ever since 2009, which is the last time they were in the American Championship sounds. Series, it's. It's been embarrassing. It's been bad, dude. Like, have some faith, Tyler. No, dude. I oh oh god, don't get me started. I've had faith in this team ever since they won the World Series back in '02, and every year my faith dies just a little bit more because ever since Artie Moreno bought the team, I will give him this: he is not or he is willing to open up his checkbook and write down whatever number that the guy wants. I get that, but a lot of the big moves he has made has not panned out. Vernon Wells was an awful trade. Gary Matthews Jr. was a signing that didn't come to anything. Only the first two or three years of the Pujols deal have really been worth it. CJ Wilson was terrible. And don't even get me started on the damn Josh Hamilton deal. That was a nightmare. They, he never takes care of the pitching staff. It's abysmal every year. And now we have the best player in the world, some say since Mickey Mantle, and we can't even get him to the postseason because the rest of the roster is absolute garbage. It's like it's it's not that they're looking for an out per se. It's just it's embarrassing, dude. You guys have like three power like superstars, Trout, Otani, well, now, and so Rendon. Now, now within the past two years, now they've started to build up Anyways. the team the way it should. Rendon was last year's. Let's, let's get let's get back on Great track here because Otani was good. The Angels are on the cusp. Yeah, we're coming, baby. A, I'm gonna have to make a damn Angel segment for you, like yeah, your Houston let's, hustle. Let's, let's get back on track here. Back to the hot talk. Angels, Anguist, or something I, like that. I just feel like I feel like maybe Tyler has a legitimate excuse. He works at hat store, but like Eric and I don't yeah, work at hat that's stores. What that's what we got trying to get to. Yeah. The, so, it's like, was, but so it's like, but I understand. But I understand. But you have broken. You have broken the the like the the sacred baseball rule of wearing other hats for other teams. But I understand you have a reason you work at a hat store. But like for a second, when when uh, when I'm uh, was it R- Rondon or something, the dude who threw like the 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 no hitter for the the White Sox, Rodonia, Rodon, I was like, damn, 
I kind of like the White Sox look, but then I remembered they're Chicago. And regardless of what part of Chicago it is, who they root for, they're still Bears fans. And that goes against everything I stand for as a Packer fan. So there's always reasons why you can't wear certain <laughs> certain hats or wear certain things. That's Wh- that's such a long way around it, but I which respect is, which it. is like which thought. is like also like the Yankees. The Yankees is an iconic look, but would I ever fa- whatever fathom Eric wearing a Yankees hat? No. Probably not. That's why we're in because this dilemma. Because like, the Chargers are now a hometown team. Yeah. They're basically uh I'm kind of an employer. We're you know, we're yeah, working with essentially. them. And uh, you know, they're actually kind of winning. So to be honest, man, when I look at both because I know there there are Rams fans out there, as there are Chargers fans out there, but when I look at both teams, it's like, you know what? The Chargers look a little bit more attractive. Herbie's you know, Herbie Free Loaded. One of my big hangups was I used to, because he's not on the team anymore and he's retired. I used to have, you know, some fun, poke fun at Philip Rivers. A crush on Philip, yeah. Yeah. So I'm in I'm in a weird spot. Maybe, you know, I don't see a Chargers hat in my I, future immediately. I just think but I just think as for us Angelinos, we're in a very uh peculiar situation, very unorthodox, because now we've been presented with two professional sports it's teams. It's like it's so like no, going from having no parents to having divorced parents with two Christmases. Yeah, that this is the same this is the same thing that happened to people in Oklahoma City when the Thunder moved there. This is the same thing that happened to people in no. Seattle in Seattle because no. now they're getting a hockey team. No, because there wasn't teams there already. No, I know. That's what I'm saying though. We didn't have teams. And I then, guess. I guess yeah. We had dude, we had the LA Avengers and the and the LA Kiss. Hell we had yeah. arena football. That's it. So I mean like now we have teams. So it's like are we allowed to? Are we allowed to celebrate multiple I teams? Say, I say it's. I honestly say it's fine. I think it's okay because he is let's a hat say, guy. Well, oh, yeah, hat guy. Hashtag hat guy. Let's say you know both of you you know end up having kids or whatever. I mean, your kid is more than likely gonna no. root for the hometown team. No, no. It's not it's more no, than no, likely. No, okay, no, well, maybe not. No. Okay, but okay, but not everybody is not. Okay, but not everybody is like. But it's like. But it's like Eric and I, as sports guys, we love to root for teams. We love it when ga- when games are good and our teams are in it. You know, and so sometimes, hey, doesn't have to feel love, feel left right. out when my team I, has the I feel like. Game, uh, you know? I feel like Philip Rivers sees our situations just as dead gummit. We're pumped. We can't wait to get so out of Chargers games. So beautiful, um, Tyler. You yes, also went to a me. stadium for the first time over the weekend, but you were there for, I guess, working purposes. I mean, I guess we were kind of there for work purposes too, but you were credentialed for Houston Astros, your favorite team, taking on the Anaheim Angels, your least favorite team. Uh, that is backwards, first off. Oh. Second off, thank you, you sure? for saying the Anaheim Angels. I respect that very much. I'm Los Angeles. Uh, but yeah, so, shut up, Randy. It was, um, it was really fun. And that's my first ever sports credentialed event ever. So that was pretty cool, too. That's pretty cool. So we have uh, the press box, and then there's a room to the side of the press box. We were in the room to the side of the press box, and the only reason that we're not all in the same room is because of COVID situation. They're hoping, at least what I've been told, is that in Houston and in Arlington, where the Rangers play, they're hoping that everything COVID-related ends before the season ends. So everything could be fully back to normal give or take by august maybe even like july who knows but yeah so i got to go on a press pass i got to take a tour of the stadium the only thing i couldn't do because again covid rules was go down to the clubhouse where the players are at non-covid rules i will be able to do that so that's something to look forward to but i got to take a tour of pretty much the whole stadium it's really nice i'm not gonna lie it's a really cool looking stadium it's a lot smaller than I thought. To do a full lap around Dodger Stadium is about 20, 25 minutes. Angel Stadium about the same way. I did a full lap of Minute Maid Park here in Houston in about 15 minutes. So it's, it's kind of small. 
Oh yeah. Um, we walking around SoFi. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's we we walked like three miles. Yeah, we took a wrong we took a wrong turn and ended up going a lap around the, the oh. venue. And we thought it was a lap around the venue. It was yeah. actually just a lap around one portion of the end and it yeah. was like a twenty minute walk. And my my, my calves my calves still hurt. Eric and I uh decided to go to the highest point to sort of like take an overlook of the whole stadium. Uh, and uh point. that felt like I was hiking up a mountain. A little burn, a little burn. Um, so what is the, what's their shtick? They have a train, right? Choo-choo train. So the the, sta- uh, the stadium is built on top of where the old Union train station used to be. I feel like every big city has a Union train station at one point. Anyway, so it's built where that used to be. And so that's why they have a train over there. And the train moves from one side of the track to the other end whenever one of the Astros hit a home run. One of the Astros, Yuli Gurriel, did hit a home run into the okay so you guys know there's the left field section where the stands kind of stick out from yeah, the walkway like wall. yeah yeah so that's called the crawford box because crawford brewing you know sponsors them or whatever but that's called the crawford box i did not realize how close to home plate those actually are if you hit the foul pole it's 315 feet oh jesus because it's actually really close that is one of the things that they talk about i remember the dodgers mm-hmm. back in that series um what, what game was that game five six is when, that the, it, the one that went like 12 yeah it went to it ot five, and it was like 13 to 14 and mm-hmm. i remember guys were flicking the wrist right and going out to left it was like a, a span of like five home runs in an inning and a half and i remember yesio puig just kind of like reaching for one or something and mm-hmm. shot out and it's like how short is that place so it's a pretty yeah, short porch huh 315 super short granted it is a little high up but still super short and so, like I mentioned earlier, whenever an Astro hits a home run, the train goes from one end to the other. I found out on Friday night, there is a human that drives a train. That's pretty I did cool. not realize this. I thought it was just like an automated track thing, how like, oh, it's just automatically set to go when someone hits a home run. No. So the guy goes to the other end, and then all of a sudden, this guy pops out, and he's waving a white towel. I was like, oh, wait, that's an actual human being driving this thing. That's kind of cool. Did not know that. Um, the stadium is, like I mentioned, it's small and everybody's kind of close together. I will say this about the Astros fans. They are very loud. Really? They, you know, well, yeah. I mean, Dodger fans get really loud. Um, Angel fans are not as loud. I will be perfectly honest. They are more of the quiet variety <laughs> and that is okay. Uh, Astros fans are really loud. Like it, even with the stadium being half filled because of COVID, they let you know that they are there and they are very vocal and it was fun to go check it out i nearly caught a foul ball because it nearly flew into our booth which is kind of cool um but yeah just seeing like the media and press side of all this was really fun to look at it's kind of cool because in the outfield they have their uh astros hall of fame thing that anybody can go see and the this this is a plus just as a normal person the parking lot situation much better than Dodger Stadium, I'd, I'd still say, as far as the four stadiums I've been to with the parking, Angel Stadium's still probably the best one. Minute Maid is probably a close second. It was not that bad. I understand the stadium was half filled, so there's less cars obviously in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. But by the time I got back to my car, I was out of the parking lot on the road in five minutes. That was easy. My like, favorite. It, it's it was a really nice stadium. I really liked it. My favorite moment of the night, though, um, Tyler, as he stated earlier in this podcast. <laughs> yeah is <laughs> a diehard quote-unquote diehard angels fan Astros. yes uh oh astros angels no. they sound they sound the same <laughs> so tyler sends us a text i think probably what uh, bottom top of the seventh oh top of the seventh, bottom of the sixth? This, was the, this was actually in uh extra innings and they had just you sent it you, like you sent runs. it you no, sent it during you sent it earlier in the game 
Yeah, you sent it way early in the game. So Tyler hits us up. It's the, like I said, I think top of the seventh, bottom of the seventh or something like that. And so he starts talking about how one of my favorite moments of any game is when the the opposing fans of the losing team start filing out of the stadium. And I'm doing stuff. I think Eric, I don't know what you were doing, but like I was I was doing work. Yeah. I was falling in and out of sleep, doing other stuff, cooking. And so then I later in the night I decide to look up the score of the game because Tyler never hit his back at the end. Like I figured maybe he'd send us like a video or something or yeah. I don't know, nothing. And so I look it up and it's like uh shocking come from behind victory, Astros, extra innings. And I'm like, oh my god, Tyler jinxed the goddamn angels. <laughs> yep. And so I then really I and, then, and so oh, I and I god. thought he was asleep. And then I I, I responded to the group chat and now he's wide awake. And he's like, Oh yeah, they lost. I'm like, well, I had no idea, man. Way to jinx them. And that's a text message you send when it's like they're blowing them out. It was yeah, like a man. two-run game. They were, two up, run game. they were up by three in extra innings. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. Like, you know, that's pretty much it. What happens? The Astros score three in the bottom, uh, in, in the bottom to win the game. And I was dude, I was pissed. Like the game winning hit, the second it left his bat. I knew it was going into center so, field. I grabbed my stuff and walked out to beat the trap. So h- how many times did you have to hold back, like, you know, like kind of little celebrations when the Angels? Dude, I'm, I'm not going to lie. That was really hard because, <laughs> no you know, I'm there, the with, box. I'm there with my boss and my boss is like, hey, just don't like celebrate. Like you can do like a little fist bump or something, but don't just don't like, yeah, Tyler. you know, go over whatever. And I was every time the Angels started to do something, I did like a little fist bump and I was like, yeah, like, OK. And then. Like I said, once the Astros hit the game winning hit, I don't think I've ever grabbed my stuff to leave a baseball game so fast. I was bad. Yeah, it was cool seeing pictures of you sending uh, from Minute Maid. I, I, I'm glad. I mean, I'm probably way behind the whole stadium renovations and stuff, but I'm glad they finally took. They got rid of that mount in the back, like in center. Yeah, field. That was like three I, years ago, four years. Ago. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I know that. I know I'm the only person on this. I actually thought it was so much of a gimmick that I kind of liked it. Everybody in Houston hates it, which I think is hilarious. But yeah, it was nice to go because that was my uh, first sporting event back since the XFL game we all went to because of COVID. So that was nice to be just in an environment where there's fans and everybody alike. Also, fun fact, if you're in the media, there's a buffet for media personnel. Dude, hell yeah. I get the spread Uh, going. Yeah. Well, speaking of spread, this is a good little segue here, actually. So the NFL draft is coming up. Uh, this Thursday is round one. So then they do the, what is it, two through four? They have five rounds, two through whatever, all the way down yeah. to Mr. Irrelevant uh, Sunday morning, whatever. So the NFL draft is an event that they really know how to draw that first day out, that that round number one, because yeah, all of a sudden, definitely. apparently, apparently everybody hasn't had months to think about what their pick is. <laughs> and they really just run the clock all the way down when apparently, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to go one, but for some reason, it's still going to take all five minutes with the Jaguars on the clock for some godforsaken reason. Of course. Because, you know, we don't, these, these mock drafts are all wrong, you know, whatever. They know what you're picking, apparently, but still, it takes forever. So, NFL drafts on Thursday, recording this on Monday. And we're not X's and O's, guys. We're all out of shape. We're, yeah, by no none means. of us played football per, anywhere close to overly competitive. Uh, Randy, scored, school ball. Randy scored a couple touchdowns in high school. I didn't pick up a football. Or my, my school team didn't even have a football team. Tyler blew out his knee doing So there's nothing. that. So that's about the extent of our football knowledge. But hey, guess what? We can draft the hell out of some appetizers oh, yeah. and sports nicknames. So Tyler mentions the spread. And we're going to draft some spread appetizers. And you go to the tailgater. We mentioned tailgating earlier in the episode. It plays in, We man. do that. We swear to God we tailgate, guys. We want to do it. We will do it whenever we can. But tailgater appetizers, tailgate appetizers, food appetizers, sporting event appetizers, Super Bowl appetizers. So we're going to draft those. Yeah. And then just for ish and gigs, we're going to toss a sports nickname 
draft too at the end of it. We got NFL draft coming up, so let's right. let's jam pack a little draft talk, have some fun. You got plenty of mock drafts. Go t- go find what's the guy's name? McShay? No, not McShay. Kuiper. Mel, Mel Kuiper Jr. Mel Kuiper. Go find Mel Kuiper Jr. on ESPN. His he's probably on like football stuff. He's probably on mock draft number version eight. 18,000. God. I don't get mock drafts, dude. I don't either. I don't get the the we're going to sit here and potential. Same thing with when I do mock when I do drafts for fantasy. I don't do the mock drafts. I don't do the practice drafts cuz guess what? When it comes to time I pick, I don't know who's going to pick exactly. one above me. Like, exactly. So what's the point of mock drafts? You're going to sit there and stare at a screen for whatever. Okay, sorry. I'm going off the rails. Appetizers. You guys remember how drafts work? Tyler, pay attention. Last time you were not paying attention and you that repeated was my bad. My bad. So snake draft. We're going to start with Tyler. Keep him sharp and ready and focused. All right. Pick number one. We're going to do four rounds. Uh, we'll just go one, two, three, four. Snake draft doesn't really okay. matter. So Tyler gets the first pick every round. Appetizers. What's your first pick, Tyler? My first appetizer, I have to go with everybody's absolute favorite. And I would like to take uh, mozzarella sticks off the board. Ooh. It's the go-to. Okay. Absolutely beautiful. I could shove two in my mouth because I love them so much. That is a fun fact right there. Mark Tate. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Shocking. Tyler shares the same ability as nearly that- 7 billion people. Oh, shocker. You could put shocking. two bite-sized sticks of cheese in your mouth. Also, that's a great sound bite. To have. But it's it's also pretty hard to pull off the right, like a good mozzarella stuff. Like anyone can make them. You can get them in like crappy bars, dive-ins, or whatever. But every once in a while, like you'll... like. One thing I've noticed with mozzarella sticks, mozzarella sticks are that one dish that people remember locations for. Yeah, like they'd be like, you "That place like, oh, has really good mozzarella sticks." Good mozzarella sticks. Like yeah. really, that's what that's what hooked the end. But mozzarella sticks also it. something you're gonna burn the hell out of your mouth when you yep. eat it, but you're still gonna eat because, it because because the difference between a hot mozzarella stick and a cold mozzarella stick night and day. Mm-hmm. You don't want it too hot, and you certainly don't want it too cold. All right, Buffalo Wild Wings does do a decent one. They mm-hmm. do a pretty yeah. good one. All right, so for my first pick in the appetizer draft, I'm going jalapeno poppers. So, you know, basically same sort of concept as the uh, mozzarella stick covered side of jalapeno. I like the spice. I like the crunch. Right. I like the, typically it's like cheddar cheese. Yeah. Not cheddar cheese, sometimes like nacho the, cheese. Sometimes you get the cream cheese. Yeah, I like those more. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fans of like the whole like nacho yellow cheese. I prefer sort of a different, uh, more savory cheese, if you will. But jalapeno uh, poppers. A man of culture, I see. Of course, jalapeno poppers, uh, first pick. All there. right, first pick. Now, I don't know if this is, should it just be an over-encompassing term or should I narrow it down, but I'm going to say dip. Damn it. All right, I had a dip. So five-layer dip, dip a queso dip, a nacho cheese dip, a salsa. I think I'm just going to throw an Does umbrella everyone, term dip. everyone just sleep on like artichoke dip? Artichoke like dip, spin- I'm getting at a dip? restaurant. I don't really, I don't see people making artichoke well, dip you, and bringing it to well, like a tailgate or something. I, I, you know why? Because we're not, we don't hang out with sophisticated people enough. My we fiance makes, we don't hang out with people of culture. My of fiance makes a pretty good like ground turkey dip, nacho Ooh. cheese Ooh. or Velveeta cheese. So it's uh. nice and thick. Like six pounds of just ground turkey. It's pretty much just melted why, cheese. Why, why has so. your fiance never presented this to us? Dip, dip, really like, dip is probably the, one of the most unhealthy things, but it's so easy to house. An entire thing. Oh, dude! You just, dude you just shout out. Entire thing. Shout out to the people who make a mean buffalo chicken dip. Mm. Oh, what shocks me God. though is I learned this about Tyler not too long ago. He hates beans, and like beans are so like, like refried you, or the pinto. I, I I hate beans in general. They're disgusting. You're missing out on bean dip, five layer dip. You guys um, can have the bean dip. Five the fire a good five layer dip, man. Oh man, good chili, some beans uh, and a chili. That's a dip. Tyler, you're up next. Round two. Okay, so I was thinking about this one, and I'm going to go with something that you can get at a restaurant, and you can get at home. I'm going to go with pick number two. I'm going to go with brisket. Brisket? Brisket. 
do brisket, you can take it to the tailgate. You can get it at a restaurant. So apparently, Tyler's hosting the tailgate because yeah. that's definitely oh, that's definitely like I got I serve the meat, you bring the appetizers. I think Tyler just chose I'm, I'm things. That, I think Tyler no. just chose things I would like to eat before eating more things. <laughs> yeah, he's like, brisket's my appetizer meat before I, the burger. Br- brisket, brisket, brisket can very much be an appetizer, especially down here in uh, in Texas and the brisket Did over you just here. There's no way. There's no way. Tyler, there is no way brisket is an appetizer. That's literally a main course at any barbecue. Brisket place. sliders, bro. Brisket sliders. Okay, bro. so sliders then. That's what you're. That's what you're. you're yeah, saying. Right, we'll, we'll go. We'll go brick, brisket sliders. We'll go brick, brisket sliders. Oh my goodness, Tyler. All right, my round two pick. Uh, <laughs> my appetizer. Yeah. Rack of ribs. Yeah, <laughs> St. Louis ribs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So round two appetizer. This is more of a. A fancy appetizer, if you will, I guess. But Ooh. I feel like it's so easily constructed and it's so goddamn good. Uh, calamari. Calamari. Love okay. me. Calamari okay. is so good. I, Absolutely delicious. I could house calamari so easily. And what sucks, too, is like appetizers. What's crazy is when they serve them to you or when they have them on the menu, like the appetizers are so good. And like you yeah. finish appetizing, you're and like, then you're Damn, so full. Already. You're so full. And you're like, yo, can I just get another round of calamari then? So yeah, round two calamari. Uh, Eric, you're up next. Go. Okay, so my second pick for the appetizer draft is gonna be little mini hot dogs, little mini oh, sausages. The, uh, oh, pigs in a blanket, pigs in a blanket, blanket baby. baby. But like, oh, I guess yeah, I guess so pigs in a blanket, the encompassing term of it. But I've I've had them in like they're like in barbecue sauce. They're just like literally just it's oh. like a it's literally just a vat of little Vienna sausages in like sweet and sour or like barbecue ah. sauce. Yeah, man. So little so bite sized sausages. That's so good. That is oh god. I don't know what it is. Corn dogs and pigs in a blanket it took me so long to get around to them because as a kid I was like, oh, it's gross. Because you know, your school would always serve like lukewarm corn dogs and like the hot sun at daycare. Like, I don't want to eat that with mustard and crap. But growing up, as I matured, man, corn dogs, pigs in a blanket, give them to me. Yep. All give right, Tyler, you're up. First pick, round three. All right. My third pick, I'm torn between two. However, one of these I think is still going to be available in the next round. So a little tease right there. Oh. My third overall pick. I'm going to take chicken wings slash chicken tenders. Wow. Another go-to staple. Chicken wings, that's that's falling off the top. That should yeah. be the first Chick- rounder. Chicken wings is like a, a, just pulled a DK Metcalf, fell real deep into the draft, and was like, you know what? I'm ready to prove everyone that doubted me wrong. I you saw know? I saw my moment, and I took it. It's just it's you one know, of those moments when your team looks at the draft go-to. board, and it's like it's too good to be true. It's it, it, exactly right. Chicken tenders and chicken wings, absolute go-to. Give me extra blue cheese all day, every day. Let's go. Can I say one of the most annoying things, one of the most annoying traits? And I and I try I've been trying my best not to like get annoyed by people or things they say. But one of the more annoying things is when people have to go out of their way to tell you, you know, boneless chicken wings are pretty much just chicken tenders. I'm like, you oh, know, it's I annoying don't yeah, care. You know, right? I don't care because I, I can just eat it quicker. So. I don't give a monkey's ass. So they're wings. They're from the chicken wing, so that's what it is. But yeah, there it is on that one. So uh okay, so Tyler you went, so now it's my turn. Now this appetizer I'm sure I think Eric will know, know of it more than Tyler will because I don't think Tyler goes to a lot of Asian restaurants. Right. But uh, but this one <laughs> Asian, where are we going? <laughs> this, what, what part of the menu are we on now? This is uh You're watching games in Korea town. Come on. <laughs> no, you'll find this appetizer on most ramen and sushi uh, sushi places oh menus. My God. This okay. is uh, no no, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a wild card pick. They people. sell they sell this, they sell this at Trader Joe's. If you break this to the tailgate, people will be like, yo, author. This is ethnic. I'm down with it. Let's do it. Gyoza. Gyoza's good. You guys never had gyoza? All right, fine. Egg rolls. How about that? 
Yeah, you guys aren't culture. Crickets from the grandstand. <laughs> gyoza? What is it? Gyoza. gyoza. Is it an egg roll? Yes. It's kind it of like, it's like, it's sort of like a little like egg roll dumpling sort of thing. It's really good. Dude, you guys the need guy more culture. Who's, the guy who's bringing egg rolls to my tailgate party, that guy's never coming again. Yeah. Oh, rolls, shut up. And you, you guys are I'm just, putting egg got, rolls down because I'm not spelling gyoza. Uh, you guys are definitely and you're sleeping. Confuse everybody that you're sleeping it. on egg rolls. No, I like egg rolls. I had egg rolls last night for dinner from Jack. There in the you Box. go. <laughs> dinner from Dude, Jack in the Box. Randy I, took that man of culture statement I made and just ran egg with it. Rolls. Like, God. Dude, egg, egg rolls. Dude, egg rolls. Egg rolls. When you go to Panda Express and you get your plate, what is something they offer you on the side? Uh, cream cheese rangoons, chicken and veggie egg rolls. Egg rolls work fantastic as appetizers. Bro, just I just give want to me point out, cookie. Randy, Randy pitched this. Yeah, appetizer I pitched draft. This, I pitched this as appetizers. I don't know why everyone's like it has to be at a barbecue oh, or a tailgate. Is this okay? Whatever. All right, it is appetizers. Okay, I'll make sure this has for Randy's overall fourth overall pick is quinoa. 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 All right. Well, you're next. Go ahead. What's your third I mean, pick? I'm thrown off here. I'm throwing. Should I throw out like uh, chow mein or something chow to go mein. with the egg roll appetizer? All right. What is your What's your third pick? Okay. So my third pick, munchies. Bag of munchies. Oh, the bag of munchies. The bag of munchies. Because oh, it's good mix. Good. Overall, has right. your chips. Has your sun chips. Underrated chip. Pretzels. Cheetos. Can do the pretzels. Doritos. Right. And I think another kind of pretzel. Maybe. I love I love the spicy ones. The spicy ones are definitely my go-to. See, I was gonna ask, what's your go-to? Uh, cheesy or spicy? Uh, I like cheesy. I'll if I'm feeling a little dangerous, I'll get the hot because you know I'm a pussy. But uh, I like the cheesy. They I have tried the Cool Ranch one. There was a Cool There's Ranch a Cool Ranch one. one? I I a cool Ranch, cool Ranch one. one? I'm gonna try that. I'm maybe not. Don't quote oh, me on geez. that. Different bags. Of or else I might just be mixing up a, a blue bag of Chex Mix that I have in my pantry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that. Uh, well, I mean, you bring up a good uh, a good category though. Medley uh, chip bags. I mean, you got munchies. Yeah. You got Chex Mix. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a few other ones I can't quite think of. You can, you can maybe throw a trail mix in the mix there. But uh, munchies by far my yeah, favorite. I love munchies. Of all of it. Oh my god, good so bag good. of munchies. All right, final round, Tyler. In the appetizers, in parentheses, kind of tailgate, but Randy didn't want to tailgate. Oh, by the way, draft. In case you guys are wondering, all the munchie bag assortments that are available, it appears that there's spicy, nacho cheese, um, flaming hot. I'm seeing peanut butter somewhere around here. Peanut butter. What? This is so. I, I'm assuming they maybe took like a like a detour and made more of like a like a sweet like dessert savory one. Dude, dessert one. We're talking like mixed bags, muddy buddies, muddy buddies, muddy buddies. The checks mix. Those good. are bomb. Dude, like it's a powder peanut butter chocolate crisp thing. Yeah, Oof. they made a they made a oh, new yeah. one with Cheetos. Oh. Uh, I can't quite read this brand. It's the popcorn, sun chips, Quaker Quaker oat squares, and then rolled gold uh, butthole uh, pretzels because those suck. Anyways, you're like rolled golds. No, I hate pretzels, man. Oh, they have a jalapeno cheddar munchies one. I need to get that one. That one sounds pretty good. All right, Tyler, final pick of the appetizer draft. Uh, final pick. Now, my bet paid off because this was not brought up. A Wisconsin staple for all those who love cheese. A very underrated sleeper pick. I'm going to go with cheese curds. Cheese curds are delicious. Cheese curds. You can throw them in a burger. You can throw them in a hot dog. They're absolutely cheese delicious. Curds. Oh, dude, cheese curds what are is so it? What's good. a cheese curd? I don't know. Isn't that like... It's basically a fried cheese ball. That's all yeah. it is. It's amazing. So we've basically just it's rotated just, through different yeah, forms different, of fried stuff. Fried cheese. <laughs> you got mozzarella <laughs> sticks, jalapeno poppers, cheese curds. Yeah. I had a I had a cheese curd burger. I could not finish it. It was too much. It was it was way too much. I that's, had that at Buffalo Wild Wings. I thought it was That's great. That's the one I had at Buffalo Wild Wings. I, I was like, this is way too much cheese. Way too much curd. Mm -hmm. It's a no for <laughs> way me. Way too much curd. Yeah, way too much curd. So my fourth pick of the draft, uh, I was originally going to go with Arctic dope, Arctic artichoke dope, Artich <laughs> Jesus Christ, artichoke dip, Arctic dope. There we go, artichoke dip. 
<laughs> but Eric Cho's dip. So I don't want to take it from it. Artichoke no, no, dip, no, no, very but, good. But that, oh, no, uh, yeah, no, it's, no, it's no, good. No, it's good. But I got sweet. But I had to pick about. I had a few backups. So <laughs> I had to pick uh, out of uh, my backups. I went ahead and I picked onion rings. Onion rings, onion rings very good. I oh, okay. love onion rings. some good onion rings. Very, very beer, good. Beer battered onion rings are even better. So good. The worst though is when you go to a place that doesn't make good quality onion rings and then you try to take a bite out of it and the onion just falls I'm gonna out. Throw out. Oh, that's the worst. I'm going to throw out this place. I don't know if it's just SoCal. It might be everywhere, what? but a lot of listeners from SoCal. Chris and Pitts Barbecue. Chris and Pitts. That place is so good. And they have the I best. I believe there's, there's one, one out here. There's one in Lakewood. There's one in Lakewood, on Lakewood, in Downey, yeah. Bellflower area, California. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's by, by my girlfriend's place. And it has, place. The, has like the, the. It's like a log cabin. It has like, yeah, log cabin, barbecue sauce bottle as their little logo spinning up there. So good. Best onion rings I've ever had. Oh, and they have so their, bad. they have some bomb ass dipping sauce. Oof. Oh, I want barbecue so bad. Okay. There fine. is not one out here, but there was one in Long Beach that yeah, I did I'm go sure, to a while ago. Yeah, we're, oh, we've so all been good. around the same area. There's two. There was one in Downey. There's two in Downey, I think. Mm. But um, yeah, so good. All right, my final pick for the draft. Fried pickles. Oh, okay. That, that was my other backup one. Yeah, fried pickles is good. The worst, though, is when you go to a place that doesn't have fried pickles, they have fried cucumbers or zucchinis, now, whatever it is. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Now, do you like the fried pickles spears or the fried pickles chips? I like the chips. I like the chips, too, because they're easier pickles, to snack. Pickles, you run into the same problem with the onion rings. You take a bite and the pickle falls out. Yeah. And, and the pickle's scorching hot. There's nothing more gross than having an, expo- an exposed pickled uh, spear. Yeah. Half batter, half not batter. So, yeah. You know, I, I agree. Some chips. Good, uh, some good. Fried pickles, Hooters. Oh, really good. I've been to Hooters in a while, man. Dude, yeah, I really wish. Good. I always kept telling myself before they closed one down in Burbank, I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, and they just went away. I never went. I'd be down to go to Hooters, but there you go. Shout out to the undrafted uh, foods that we did not mention: mini tacos, mini tacos, quesadillas, quesadillas, yeah, quesadillas. French nachos, fries. nachos, those See, fat dude, plates of nachos. We got a lot of stuff to make nachos. We got some dips, some chips yeah. in there. True, um, true, true. But shout out to, to briskets, tacos, quesadilla, briskets, that's briskets, right. and French fries. Shout, shout out to tacos. calamari. Yeah, so and see, Italy. See those things. I'm not going to like a tailgate. Like, damn, I hope they got some good fries. Yeah, I'm not going. To, I'm not going to a restaurant. I'm like, damn. Let me get a basket of fries on the side because like, it's usually coming with everything. But bring me a, a side of fried pickles, jalapeno poppers, some mozzarella sticks. I'm down. So chicken wings. Let's go, boy. All right, because it's the NFL draft week, we're going to shove in another draft real quick on the way out here. Shout out to Tyler for this obscure draft. Right, yeah. So, hey, I mean, appetizers kind of went off the rails too, but whatever. Yeah, I know. So, sports nicknames. I'm going to, you know, little disclaimer here. Sports guys don't make up the best nicknames. No, they do not. Unless you're like a standalone great player. They do not. Last names. I've been Roberts my whole life. Roberts, Roberts, Roberts. Hockey players are are famous for throwing Z at the end. Jonesy. Yeah, Jonesy. Cartsy. Um, brownie, or just starting with the with the Y, like Ibby, yeah, Gibby, yeah. So Getty. it's like they're they're not really creative unless you're like really good. Exactly. And them. But hockey players, you don't really get good nicknames for hockey players. So I'm assuming we're gonna have a lot of you know well, who has overtop nicknames: fighters, basketball yeah, players, baseball fighters, guys, basketball players, baseball players. Baseball guys, so I don't think we're gonna guys. have many hockey players. By the end of this, I don't have any on my list. By the end of this, maybe I'll think of one. Um, Russian Flash, I think, is one. Oh yeah, uh, yeah Pablo yeah. Burr, I That's think was that his, was that his name. But uh, so let's see here. Let's go. Let's go through the same order. Tyler, you go first. Sports nicknames. One through four. Start the draft. I have to take uh, immediately off the board. One of the greatest nicknames that I've ever personally grown up with. Uh, the Black Mamba. I would like to I take that I off know. the board. I knew it. That's, that's a, it's a classic. And it's it's a badass nickname, too. For a guy who was always able to hit the clutch shot like Kobe was, the Black Mamba always makes the lethal strike. It's a it's a perfect nickname. 
Randy, you're up. All right. So for my first pick in the nicknames draft, I went ahead and picked uh, Jason Williams, whose nickname was White Chocolate. White Chocolate. That's a good yes. one. So shout out to Jason White Chocolate Williams. Uh, I think it was a point guard or a shooting guard for the uh, for the Jazz. Some of the nicest passes you'll ever see. That dude was a I walking believe, highlight reel. I believe he was also a Vancouver Grizzly and a Sacramento King. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Good player. White Chocolate. So this is like a little combo one, because now that I thought about who I picked for the first one, and I thought about, hey, there's a freaking hockey counterpart. Yeah. Johnny football slash hockey. Johnny Manziel from the NFL. Johnny Goudreau from the NHL. If you get Johnny sport after your name, I'm assuming you're pretty good. Yeah. And you got to be pretty badass. You have to be pretty good. So Johnny football slash hockey. All right, Tyler. It. I respect it. What's your second pick? So I was trying to think back through some of the most badass nicknames I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, so my second overall pick is going to be uh, from ex-Packers, mid-90s Packers defensive tackle Gilbert Brown, whose nickname was The Gravedigger. It's one of the best nicknames I've ever heard for any athlete in my entire life. It's so awesome. Also a dope-ass monster truck. It is. Oh yes, that too. That is a thing. I forgot about that. <laughs> I had a mon- I had a grave digger shirt growing up, and it glowed in the dark. I thought it was the most badass thing in the world. Black it, it, and it, green, and it is badass. Don't get me wrong. the The colors are great. Randy, I don't know if you know who this dude is, or if you ever heard of him. I mean, he played when Brett Favre played, so you might know who he is. Mm-hmm. But anytime this dude got a sack or he got like a big play. He would mimic he would mimic digging a hole with a shovel and people just called him the grave digger. It was awesome. That's pretty good. All right, your pick, Randy. All right. So for my second pick, uh, I took this inspiration off of um the fact that we just had a pretty big UFC card a few days ago. Yeah. Pretty good fights, pretty good knockouts, a few pretty gruesome injury. My hospital, sorry, yeah, man. Yeah. Geez. But uh it sent me down the rabbit hole of going through some of my uh, favorite UFC nicknames and I stumbled onto one of a guy I forgot about. Wasn't a big dude, but his nickname was always really funny and always stood out. Uh Danny. The cheesecake assassin Mitchell. So I love the I love the nickname. There's not really a, an origin behind it. It's one of those nicknames that just kind of like he kind of got when he was making his working his way up, you know. And they kind of just stuck with you. Like some of the guys with these nicknames, they don't get them when they reach like the the pros no. or they reach their the uh, the pinnacle of their sporting career. They get it like when they're barely yeah. beginning, you know. And the and there's no real way to go back and see how they got it. Like, it's just, it's like just being there. called Nick Soundwave at the beginning of your radio career and then, you know. Yeah, it sticks with you forever. So, <laughs> or like uh, being, being called Heavy T. What? No, no. Because no, no, you, na- you named yourself that. <laughs> you named yourself that, yeah. Shut jackass. Up. Anyways, uh, go. My second pick of the draft. I'm dumb. Guys, there's a, the biggest nickname ever in sports. Hockey related. The great one. Come on, uh, the great uh, one Wayne is there. Come on, I thought I thought about it. I was like, mm, I, I mean, it's great, but I can't. I as a hockey guy, I can't let that fall down the draft and then it not get picked. Or right. you guys swoop on it and then it, I, I'll get a text from my brother. He'll talk a lot of crap. Big hockey guy. Big hockey guy. All right, Tyler, you're up. <laughs> so I decided to continue with badass nicknames. Now there was a fullback also in the mid '90s played for Kansas City. His name was Christian Okoye, and his nickname was the Nigerian Nightmare. Yeah, that's pretty another, good. Dude, he's one of those fullbacks that wore like the full-on oversized neck pad in the back. Is that a linebacker was, uh, like, back there? <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, is that a linebacker? Because you look at the his jersey, you know how for uh, NFL jerseys, it's just a straight line for where your name is? Yeah. This dude's name was arching up, so that's how you knew this pad was way too big. It's awesome. It's such a badass nickname, too. All right, Randy, third pick. 
All right, so for my third pick, I decided to uh, throw it off to baseball because baseball has a few interesting nicknames. And I went in and chose five-time All-Star Fred McGriff, whose nickname was Crime Dog. That's such a good name. Because it was a play on Officer McGruff, the yeah, crime, yeah, the crime yeah. stopping dog. So yeah, Fred McGriff, the crime dog. Fred, the crime dog McGriff. It's my round number three pick. So uh, yeah, right. <laughs> next, Thanks for the explanation. Yeah. McGruff. <laughs> All right, my third pick for the draft, guys. The big unit. Randy Damn Johnson. It. Oh, this is my fourth runner. I okay, knew Tyler. Good. I was like, there's no way Tyler doesn't pick Randy Johnson. So I needed to swipe. I just, you know, drafted. I, I swooped up and drafted your, your franchise QB in the third round above you because you didn't want to trade up for it, Tyler. Sorry. The big Very unit. Upset. The big unit. All right, Tyler, your fourth and final pick of the draft. So uh, I'm debating whether I want to go with a baseball or a football. I think I'm going to go football and this guy was a very old school dude i think he played in the 50s i think that's what it was he was an ex-lion his name was uh richard lane dick short for richard nothing you can do about that sorry bud uh but his nickname was night train which is awesome the dude would smack you so hard it was like being hit by a train and he would knock you out so they called him dick night train lane it was the greatest thing ever they also called Wayne Simmons Night Train. I don't know if they, but I know Drew Doughty called Wayne Simmons Night Train when he played for the Kings. So, a little fun fact. There you go. Hockey. Hockey guy. Hockey guy. All right, Randy, your final pick. So, my final pick, I threw it back to the UFC, and I chose Keith, the Dean of Mean, Jardine. And Keith, was, Jardine. and Keith was one of those guys who was uh, who was pretty good in the earliest career. He, he was one of those dudes who, like, uh, sort of like bossed his way around early in his career, fighting Diago Silva's, the Chuck Liddell. Like yeah. He beat Chuck Liddell early in Chuck's career, but as as they progressed, you know, everybody else got better. He kind of just sort of stayed the same. And so, you know, he 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 started off like fourteen and three, ended up ending finishing like seventeen and uh, eleven. But his nickname was cool. It, it it the play on words was fun. Keith, the Dean of Mean. Jardine. So I'm going to throw this one out for my final pick. And it's a little curveball, a little little turn, because, you know, these are all like pretty, you know, these are in nicknames that, you know, you don't ask for nicknames. We're given because of good. Black right. Mama, Lethal, the big unit. I mean, it's pretty much self-explanatory. Big dude throws hard. Um, Dina Mean, aggressive. I'm going to throw out a nickname that's derogatory that you don't want to associate with yourself. A-Royd for, well... The Roids. Oh, gosh. Now, is this a nickname you gave him, or is this no, one that was you, actually you've one? Never heard, you mean to tell me you've never heard people call Alex Rodriguez A-Roid? No, I always thought that. Uh, I, I always I always thought it was the big Roid people were um, uh, McGuire, Bonds, and Ramirez. Yeah, A-Rod, who got suspended. How many games he suspended, Tyler? Like a full I want to say right? he, he may have been one of the 60-game people. Um, now, I, I have heard that name before, but I don't think that name in history stuck as well because bonds and all of those guys were fighting Congress at the same time, trying to clear the name and the whole steroid thing. So I don't get me wrong. Yeah, well, this name, but just didn't stay. All this though also happened when I was like a little kid. So like when you brought up uh, Congress, totally forgot that they, they were in front of Congress. And I remember growing yeah. up, I was like, why are these guys talking to these politicians? Like, what were they doing? So what exactly happened? Was it, was it sort of like a, like, like why did they have to go in front of Congress? Well, so it's because it's rampant drug use and, you know, drug use, the FDA, Congress, the government, all that stuff. They get involved. Never forget Rafael Palmero saying, I'll, I've never taken, taken steroids, period. Got popped for steroids, I think, like two months later. Absolutely hilarious. 
but yeah that's pretty much the whole reason it's like are they abusing these drugs that are uh non-government approved pretty it's much like is this safe like, are they cheating yeah, yeah it's it's all that stuff. That yeah. all that stuff played into it. A Rod missed the entire 2014 season because he admitted to roids. Jesus. Oh well, there it is. Yeah. So A Roid, guys, come on, bring wow. it back. A Roid, here we go. Shout out to a couple nicknames that we did. There's miss so many good baseball. ones. Uh, the Ryan Express for Nolan Ryan. That one's pretty good. The Big Hurt for Frank Thomas. You said Chuck Liddell, and the Iceman. Like the that's Iceman. Ice Chuck Liddell is another. Anderson, the Spider Silva, is a good one. Um. You know, we didn't bring him up, and I kind of get it. At the same time, it's also kind of a shame, but that's on us. Uh, Babe Ruth had very many nicknames. The yeah. Sultan of Swat, yeah. the Great Bambino. Uh, same with Shaq, the Big Aristotle. Shaq Diesel. Shaq Diesel. Sir Charles. Sir Charles. The, the logo. The round, the round mound of rebound. Yeah, the, the, dude, oh, that's a good one. The round, the mound, round mound of rebound. That's a good one. Eric, I will give you one chance to swap out your Aroid pick. No, no, no. Aroid's fun. That's funny. It's top. There it is. It's punny. So that's it. I'm sure you had more fun than uh, the regular NFL draft will be. Yeah. Guess what? Trevor Lawrence is going first, and that's really all that matters. He's going to go right away in Jacksonville for the next eight years until he can get out of his rookie deal. And <laughs> until move. he chooses to leave and go somewhere else. Yeah. So uh, you guys got anything to say on the way out? Don't listen to mock drafts. They're stupid. Don't yeah. believe it. Just Don't do it. Watch a draft and just, you know, hope your team doesn't make a bonehead decision that all. I don't even think the Bills have a first round pick this year. Actually, maybe at the very end. You never know. I always forget. Like they, when the they team do with well. the late first round. Yeah, I know the Chiefs just traded away all theirs to get that lineman, Orlando Brown. Yeah. Um, I know Tyler's I think, probably going to trade up and send Matt Ryan to, you know, Mars or something. Bring me Kyle Pitts, man. Bring me Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Everybody loves Kyle Pitts out of nowhere, man. Yeah. So, Tied in from Florida. <laughs> Real quick, one thing I wanted to say if you do want some commentary, with your NFL draft, me and my two co-hosts, Sean and Michael, we will be doing a uh, Facebook Live video for the first two hours of the NFL draft starting at 6.30 Central Time, so that's 4.30 Pacific for all you guys. If you guys want to tune in, show your support for your ex-Woody Show guy. I mean, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. on this podcast, not the ex-Woody that Show too, guy. That too. That guy too. I, I'm a man of <laughs> many hats. Christ. No, just the, you're a fan he, of Tyler. You don't have is, to be that guy anymore, he is, a, he is a man of many hats, like he said. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Oh, go buy another hat, Tyler. Peace out. I hate this podcast. <laughs>